There it is. Alright, moving on. Did the microphone kick me too? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning <laughs> to. Big time Timmy Jim, Chris Hale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Happy birthday, Alex, and welcome to another episode of Late Night Shots. It's a bit delayed, but so is the podcast, because someone had a birthday. I don't know who you're talking about. Nah, that sounds about right. Well, another episode of Late Night Shots, and we'll just jump right into it. Chris and Alex like normal. And for the mulligan this week, talking baseball. Because the Braves, Game 7, National League Championship Series, trip to the World Series on the line. They forget how to run the bases. Yep, they act like a little league team. So, no outs. I think it was guys on second and third. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because of the bases loaded or, yeah. Guys on second and third. If the ball, if you're on third, it's kind of, it is tough sometimes when you're, so here's what happened. Start with that. Guys on second and third, no outs. Balls hit to the third baseman, runner on third, breaks for home. It's kind of a tough situation. Yeah, you kind of got to play it off the bat, and it's kind of just, you got to judge Feel. how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's understandable to make that mistake and go home. But he he was out by a lot because he started, he got into a pickle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that's later. That's later. Uh, so he gets into, uh, yeah, so Turner fields it. Throws home to Will Smith, chases down Swanson, uh, tags him out, throws the ball to third. Seeger tags Austin Riley, who came from second to third, broke late somehow. Yeah, I don't understand what he was doing. So if you've played baseball past seventh grade, even before then you should know it. If the guy in front of you gets into a pickle, you go and stand either on or like half a step from the base. Yeah, you get to the next bag. Because then you, what you want the worst case scenario to be is one out and you're on that base. Yeah, and basically nothing else changes. You just you get the out. Like if you didn't go home, you would have thrown it first and got the out. Yeah. So guys on second and third still, throws the first one out. Yeah. Like what you should happen is the pickle three throws or whatever, guy that's on second gets to third, guy who hits the ball gets to second. Same situation. Yeah. So it's a tie, right? You didn't lose because it's the normal situation. But you lose, but you don't lose, lose. But it's the same thing as what would happen on the ground out. Yeah, so you don't. But instead, guy who got in the pickle, tagged out. Riley breaks to third late, gets tagged out. And then uh, Nick Marcakis, who hit the ground ball, was standing on first. So he hit into a double play and was still on first. It could have been worse. He could have broke late to second and got thrown out there. <laughs> a rare triple play, pickle, pickle, pickle. <laughs> and it ended up costing the Braves a lot because then Pash, Pache, I don't know how to say his last name. Pacho? There you go. Grounds out to end the inning. So guys in second and third, no outs. They don't score a run. They lose the series by one, I think. Maybe by two. But. So if... They would have been on second and third. That Pache ground out or ground ball would have scored a run then. So then you're fine. You got a guy on third with two outs, but a run scored. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you wanted to be. 
But instead, the Braves looked like Morgan. Mor- I'm going to say morons and mulligan at the same time. Morgan. Mor- Moronigans? <laughs> yeah. The Braves are morons, and they take the mulligan of the week, brought to you by Homestead. Rates are officially down out there. Uh, 25 bucks for 18 during the week with a cart, and only 35 on the weekend. It's a great deal. Hard-pressed to find anything else that's better than that. They're going to be having some fall tournaments coming up. We'll let you know once they're scheduled. And they're also going to try and have a par 3 series throughout the winter, as long as the weather cooperates. It's not too rainy or snowy, I guess. They also have another sale going on. They stopped with the apparel and hat sale, but now they have golf bags and tailor-made clubs on sale. Golf bags are 30% off, and the clubs are on sale depending on the club. So make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. So the Dodgers ended up winning that game against the Braves. They make it to the World Series for the third time in four years. (laughs) And they're looking for their first World Series win since the Gibson series. Uh, Right? The Gibson home run off Eckersley? Yeah, I think that was the last time they won. Which I couldn't tell you what year that was. 92? I don't know. 93. And a half. Did Dodgers win the World Series? 88. You're way off. <laughs> Whatever. I don't remember anything from the first five years that I was on this planet. 88, you were well. I was zero. <laughs> so, yeah, you weren't five. That's why I said within the first five years. That's why I guessed 92, 93. I was, I was born. You count it. <laughs> two months older, two and a half months older. You count it. Yeah. Right. So, Dodgers are there. Rays make their second trip to the World Series. They lost uh, what, 12 years ago. I think the 08 World Series, they lost to the Phillies. And game one was completed tonight. Dodgers get the win. Kershaw gets the win. He's actually been pretty good besides that one Braves game. Which yeah. is like three and four and one during the postseason this season. So it's going to be tough to beat the Dodgers. They seem like the more talented team. Well, yeah, since Rays weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. No. So that's a Is it Mookie and Kershaw are making as much as the Rays? Yeah, the whole team. Yeah, something. it's within like $2 million. That's kind of why I hate baseball sometimes. Like, that's so dumb. Yeah, there's lots of dumb stuff in baseball. But then that goes to what we've talked a lot about before is service time in the first six years and not paying guys. And... Yeah. But, but also then it makes for interesting stories like this. Like, hey, look, the lowest budget team made the World Series again. Yeah. Somehow they keep doing it. Yeah, or making deep runs in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they've, like, they're always a team that contends. They've had tons of 90-win seasons. Yeah, for some weird reason. Like, they keep doing it. Yeah. Could you just imagine if they were in, like, the AL Central instead of the AL East, having to connect with the Yankees and the Red Sox every year? Uh, yeah. Maybe that makes them better. It could. Play into the level of your competition. Yeah. So do you think... The Dodgers are going to win the World Series then? I mean, they're up one nothing already. They won, what, 8-3, to three, something like that tonight? Yeah. I would go with yes. Yeah. They're a better team. Yeah. And they rocked Glass now. Bellinger had another home run. Even after popping his arm out. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he pops his arm out in Game 7. And then, so tonight, after he hits the home run, instead of doing, like, the, the elbow bicep bump that the guys do, where, like, you kind of lock biceps... They went and did like a foot tap instead yeah. and were joking about it. It's like, okay, that's smart. <laughs> they like twist an ankle doing that. <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. Pull the, what's his name? Um, 
Are you talking football or baseball? Baseball. The guy oh. who jumped on home plate and broke his ankle. Oh, Kendrick Morales? Morales yes. The Mariners guy? Yeah. Yeah. That was against the Mariners? No, it was, he was on the Angels at the yeah. time. I don't remember. Hit like the walk-off grand slam? Yeah, they jumped on home plate, broken ankles. Yeah. <laughs> so say top five celebration injuries. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Morales is up there. Grammatica's up there. Yeah, who's the quarterback who? Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. When he headbutted the yeah. wall and got a concussion. Yeah. 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 Those are funny ones. Yeah. That would be a fun list to put together. There's got to be some like fantastic ones on there. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. I know there was a guy in football. Who like went to scream after making a big play and like actually hurt his vocal cords? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good thing for the Rays is that Glasnow threw tonight, but they still have Morton and Snell. They get to throw. Yeah. I think Snell's throwing two, and Morton's probably going to throw three. Or are they going to push Morton all the way back to four? Because he just threw game seven. Might push back. I'm not sure who else they have. Uh, no, I'm not sure. Rays. I haven't paid too much attention to baseball this year. Well, you've been moving. It's a little tough. Yeah, I've had a little busy fall. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay depth chart. I mean, Glassnow did strike out eight guys in four and a third. Yeah, but he gave up six runs and six walks. Oh, they only have a four-man rotation for the playoffs. Yeah. Josh Fleming. I'm not familiar with him. But the Rays have used. Um, well, I think Fleming's the, a rookie. He's young. He's only twenty-four, so it could be. But they've used the opener a lot, where you use the bullpen guy for an inning, and then you yeah, bring yeah. in somebody else. Or, and it's the playoffs, so you might as well do stuff like that. Not holding anything back. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know. I would love to see the Rays come back and win. We've seen a bunch of odd things happen. Like, Rays almost blew it. Well, did you see the guy on the internet who predicted yeah. this four years ago? Yeah. <laughs> so, the, he predicted that they'll win it in six. six. Yeah. So, we'll see. That would be awesome. That's what I'm going for, but I doubt that happens. Yeah. I'm going, I want the Rays to win in six, but I think the Dodgers win in six. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. So, let's get to some football here. And we'll go with... Do you want to go with the the bad teams or the good teams first? Bad. All right. So the football team and the Giants played. And it was actually a close game. I don't know if you can say good game when it's anything involving the NFC East. <laughs> and their five wins. Not Not like teams each having five wins, but the division having five wins. Yeah. Literally the Seahawks have as many wins. There is... What, like five or six teams? Is it that, that many that have that many? Seahawks oh. have five. Steelers have five. Titans have five. Chicago. Ravens have five. Chicago has five. Um, I don't know if... No, Tampa doesn't have five. No, they have four. I think Kansas City it. has... No, Kansas City have a bye, didn't they? Yeah. They have, no, they have five. They have five also? Yeah. So there's five or six teams that have five wins. Uh, three, four, five, six. Yeah. But the NFC East only has five. I mean, yeah. NFC West, 16. AFC North, 15. NFC North, 12. AFC South, West, and NFC South have 11. And the AFC East has 10. And they have five. 
and they can only gain two more this week. But, yeah, I mean, unless there's a tie, they're going to gain two more, which means it'll be their best week as a division this year. <laughs> They'll probably both tie. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. That's exactly what I want. I'm going that. That's a great route. I was talking to Cook before we started tonight about how, like, the Eagles are going to end up four, six, and six or something weird and win the division. <laughs> Just because all those teams are so bad, they'll just keep tying. Yeah, who gets to talk about them? <laughs> one and five versus one four and one. Two and four versus one and five. But it's the one and five Giants, or they were zero oh and five Giants playing the one and four Red football team. Stop myself, kind of. I don't care. So end of the game, the football team scores to make it nineteen to twenty. So this is one of those situations where, kind of trying to make a statement. Or whatever. It's 19 to 20. It's the end of the game. Do you go for two? Do you try and win the game right here? Yeah. I think if you're the football team and you don't care if you win or lose because you're in last place, you don't, you're not likely to win at all. Yeah. So you go for it. it makes you look bold. Your team, your players probably like it. And you lose whatever. Now you get a better draft pick. Yeah, like even if you don't get it, you're building the confidence in your team that you're building their confidence that you have confidence they can do it. Yeah, and in, when you know they're not gonna, you still get. Yeah. Now you can go draft that quarterback. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. So they go for two, and they don't get it. <clears throat> There's still 36 seconds left. So try the onside kick. Doesn't work. Game over. And they lose 19 to 20 to the Giants. So both teams are one and five, and they are a game out of the playoffs. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Makes me laugh every time I think about it. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones had a terrible game 12 for 19 with 112 yards. No, he was a great running back. I was going to say he was their leading running back. He was seven for 74. Who was their backup running back? Devontae Freeman, oh. 18 for 61. Yeah, not great. No. Not terrible, but well, not he great. hasn't been there long. Yeah. Uh, but just not that good. So, yeah. Football team, 19. Giants, 20. Both 1-5, and five, and I don't want to talk about that game anymore. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to another bad team who, for the first what, quarter and a half, maybe first half, actually looked pretty good because the Bengals were up 21 to nothing on the Colts. Yeah. Did not expect that well, at all. Turnovers had a factor in the beginning yeah, of that game. They definitely did. I mean, you were talking about earlier, like Rivers is what second in interceptions on the season. He was up till this week, and I, I think he might be like third or fourth now. Because um, no, my stats aren't loading. Um, Cousins has the most. He has ten. He has ten, and, and I couldn't remember who was second. I don't know because Yahoo doesn't have theirs updated yet. Yeah. I can't remember, but I had it up earlier because. Rivers was second, I think it was six. Okay, so and maybe then he had one, so he only had seven. Third was seven. Yeah. Yeah, so oh four seconds into the second quarter. It's twenty one nothing. Bengals. It's not something you would have guessed. You could make tons of money off that. No. You wanna guess what the score was at halftime? Uh twenty one twenty four. Yeah. Bengals were only <laughs> up by three at halftime. I mean, the Bengals just decide to go full Bengals and blow it. 
Well, they're not as good of a team. Yeah. They the, just The Colts are a pretty good team. Yeah, they just they make dumb mistakes and Yeah. I mean the Colts have a really good defense and with the turnovers and funky start to this game, it's not like their defense was that bad. But they really picked it up after the first 15 minutes and five seconds of this game. Yeah, it's like, well, we'll give you 21 because you're that bad of a team. (laughs) Spotting you 21 points. And you still can't hold on. But that keeps up with the tradition of, uh, was it every week someone has come back from 16 16 or 17? I think it was 16 points. Yeah. So they're just keeping it alive. Which I think... It was probably this game they were talking about it because I don't think it happened in another game. Yeah, yeah, it was this one because I was. Saw That's where you heard it. Yeah. That's just an insane stat that a team has been down by at least 16 every week and come back and won. Yeah. If you would have asked me before the season started through week six how many times I figured it would have happened, I would have said like three, maybe? That's like a, it happens every other week? That's a, yeah. Because that's a lot. Maybe five. But it's happened at least once a week. Yeah, it's happened six times at least. I'm pretty sure more than that. Cause... Oh, yeah, it has. Because Well, I know that the football team did it in week one. They were done like 17 nothing to the Eagles. Falcons have done it a few times. <laughs> Had it done to them. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just everything in Atlanta. Not good. No, it is not. Rivers shows why they went and got him. Uh, he ends up having a good game. Throws for 370 and three touchdowns after that early pick. Um, drives him down in the fourth quarter to score a touchdown and kick a field goal. They win the game 31-27. They go to four and two. Yeah, they do it. Receivers you don't know. Yeah. Trey Burton, Zach Pascal, Jack Doyle. Well, Burton's are tight end. Yeah. But he... Burton and Doyle are their tight ends. No, it's Doyle. Yeah. No. Marcus Johnson. Zach Pascal, the Michael Harris. These aren't... T.Y. T. Hilton had a catch for 11 yards. Isn't he hurt still, though? Yeah, I think he's a little banged up. He had yeah. a touchdown they took away from a holding or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, he really hasn't got a lot of looks, but I think he's been kind of banged up. Yeah, which is normal for him. He's always banged up. Yeah. He'll be bad in the next game. He'll probably have like 200 yards, 10 catches. Yeah, have some ridiculous game. It's like, oh, okay. Which makes him terrible for fantasy. Yep. It's like, he might have 34 points. He might have two points. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. It's annoying. He's always on my team, too. It's... Yeah. Oh, well. So the Bengals fall to 1 4 and 1. Their season's pretty much over. You're not going to catch the Ravens and the Steelers. No. I guess, and the Browns. The Browns are still 4-2. and two. And the Colts. Well, I was just going their division. But yeah, the, wild but yeah, the Colts are a wildcard team. As of right now. Because the Colts are chasing the Titans, who played the Texans in a game that was closer than a lot of people probably thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it wasn't close to start. I think this was another game that was... Yeah, they, they almost blew it. Yeah. There was a couple games like that this weekend because the Titans game was ahead of the Ravens game. And watch the Titans kind of blow it playing the Texans. And then watch the Ravens try and do the same thing later. It's like, oh no, this isn't good. Um, 
stalling a little bit trying to get to play by play for scoring. <laughs> well, they were up 21-7. Yeah. With two minutes and 39 seconds left in the, yeah. in the half. So Texas kick a field goal to end the first half. It's 21-10. to 10. Um, It's been odd. Like Anthony Ferkser has a touchdown for the Titans. Uh, Adam Humphreys has a touchdown for the Titans. Darren Fells, he, he might be the healthiest, best weapon on the Texans. He's a giant man. <laughs> he's got to weigh like 270-some pounds. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude. But then the Texans score twice in the third quarter and take the lead, 23-21. It's like, uh-oh, are the Titans really going to blow it? To the Texans, is Alex's prediction gonna come true? <laughs> Are they just gonna like run the table or end up eleven and five or something? Almost. And then they forget to get in Derrick Henry's way, and he scores a ninety-four yard touchdown to open up the fourth quarter. Um, and they take the lead again. They go for two and get it, so they're up by six. Texans score. Texans score again, and here's where it gets interesting, and. I don't, I don't mind this one, but I'm just not sure about it. So Texans score with 150 left in the fourth quarter. It's 36 to 29. Do you kick the extra point and go up eight, or do you go for two and try and win the game? I'd kick the extra point. Kick the extra point and go up eight. Put the onus on them yeah. to have to score and go for two. Yeah. Well, they go for two here and don't get it. So now there's a minute 50 left, and the Titans have to drive down the field and score a touchdown and kick an extra point to send the game to overtime. And that's exactly what they do. Nine plays, 76 yards. They score with four seconds left and send the game to overtime. And the Texans don't get to see the ball again. No, because no. overtime's only 10 minutes, which I still have to wrap my head around, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like overtime rules, but I'll let it go this year. Yeah. So Tennessee gets the ball down to the five-yard line, and the, the announcers are talking about, like, what kind of player are we going to run here? And all of a sudden, they come out in Wildcat. Tannehill's down at the bottom of the screen. Kind of like nobody's really covering him. You can tell the defense they should have called timeout. Guy runs from the middle of the field over to cover Tannehill. Kind of looks all discombobulated. Forgetting that Derrick Henry's going to take a direct snap. Like, you probably want more eyes on Henry and allow him to try and make a throw or something. Yeah. Instead, he just takes it and rumbles it in. What Touchdown. Are, what are the odds he's going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> that the biggest running back in the NFL is just going to try and run the ball in to win the game. And it's exactly what he did, and Tennessee wins 42-36. And... Go back to them, Houston, scoring the touchdown going up by seven. It seems like going for two and not getting it gives Tennessee a lot more like confidence or momentum. Yeah, it shifts the momentum for them. Like, you kick the field goal, you know, now we're up eight. We got the momentum. They didn't just stop us. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, if you know you're up eight, it's like, okay, they have to drive down and score a touchdown, and then we get another chance to still stop them because they have to go for two. Yeah. But 
going for two and not getting it. It's like, yeah, it's huge if you get it because you win the game. Obviously, yeah, it's a huge it, – there's a big risk-reward to it. But, but once again, maybe they don't want to win. Yeah. But yeah, maybe they don't want to win. They're not going to – well, they shouldn't take Lawrence. They so shouldn't. Get some no. ma- well, they but, could get a massive haul for him probably. That's true. Tennessee gets the win. They go to 5-0. and Houston falls to 1-5. and it's going to be a little tough for your prediction to come true, Alex. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill are both looking insane ever since Tannehill got there pretty much. Uh, saw a stat, the Tannehill and Mahomes numbers since Tannehill came to Tennessee are pretty much similar. Um, I don't remember how exactly close it was, but it's like they have the, the same record. Um Yep, they just don't look the same doing it. No. And one has a very good running game, so it kind of... It was before the game. They were both 11-3. Both had 36-some hundred yards. Uh, Both had around 30 touchdowns and only six picks, and Tannehill had a better passer rating. Well, that just goes to show you he's a better quarterback. Yeah, because that's how that works. (laughs) Um, Tannehill was good in Miami. Just yeah. had a knee injury at a weird time where it made him miss like a season and a half. Yeah. So like, oh, he's injury prone. No, it's one thing. He's fine. He played 80 consecutive games or whatever. Yeah, he just had like one bad injury that yeah. put him out. Now he's on a team with a good coach, a good line, a good running back, and weapons. Like it's a, There's a lot of talent on the team. It worked out well for him. Yeah. But a big thing to watch with Tennessee is that Taylor Lewan is out for the season with a torn ACL. Their Pro Bowl left tackle. Yeah, that can hurt you. It's not good. I don't know who they have to replace him. It doesn't matter if the guy's good. He's not Taylor Lewan. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's the next. <laughs> Maybe if that guy shows up somewhere drinking beer out of a catfish, being a weirdo on a bus, chugging multiple beers like Bakhtiari was. Maybe, but I doubt he's going to be as good as Taylor Lewan. We'll see. And the Titans are going to have a big matchup because they have the Steelers coming up. Both teams are 5-0. and Yep. And I think the Steelers have like not only the best pass defense in the NFL by total yards allowed. They've only played five games, so it's a little skewed because I don't think it's yards per game they're the best. But they do have one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. And that's going to be the thing to watch in this game, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Like if they can shut down Derrick Henry, the Steelers win the game. You would think, right? Yeah, you would think so. But you never know if it's going to happen. Obviously, yeah. Um, the game is in Tennessee, but Pittsburgh to Tennessee—that's not a big flight drive. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, with no fans, it's really well. Tennessee. I think Tennessee has quarter stadium. Who cares? I count it as no fans because yeah. unless it's a packed house, it's. If they have a quarter stadium, it's probably going to be half of that Steelers fans because they travel so well. Yeah, probably most. Yeah. Have. I don't. Know, I. I kind of. I kind of think Tennessee's going to be in for like a rude awakening in this game. But Steelers didn't look good two weeks ago playing the Eagles. Yeah. But the Eagles are like surprisingly feisty a lot of the time. I feel like they should be better, but they just 
I don't know, get in their own way. Yeah, they're going to be really bad for like two and a half quarters and then really good for a quarter and a half. Yeah. And make it a close game somehow. They're a team that has a lot of talent but has a lot of big gaping holes. It's like it's a Juco team. Really talented but really dumb. Yes. Yeah. But the Steelers crushed Cleveland last week. Crushed them. That game was... (laughs) Obviously, it's not possible, but it was over before it started. That kind of game. You missed the first five minutes. Oh, how'd they go down 21-0 or whatever it was? Yeah. You just beat them up. Yeah. Baker threw that terrible pick to Minka. Did you see that one? Yeah, it was great. Great to him. Standing there. (laughs) He's like, oh, I guess I'll take this to the house. There's picks that are understandable when a guy's running a slant and you look over and it's like, oh, he has him beat. You throw it, not realizing that the safety or whatever has just been breaking the entire time. Yeah. This one, Minkum's just standing there. Yeah, he kind of like took a half step to the right and caught it. Like, oh, that was easy. And zone. Yeah. So Steelers are 5-0, and Titans are 5-0. and Who gets their first loss? I'm going with the Titans. Titans lose? Yes. A little bit of a come down off the big overtime game. Lots of emotion. Yeah, I think the Pitts defense is a little better. Yeah. And the offense, if they can stop the run, it's over, I think. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, if their weapons are healthy, which they might be finally if Deontay Johnson comes back. He's only played in a game and a half or something this season. Oh, yeah, something like that. But to have Juju Claypool, who's making a run at Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I don't know if I told, said it be, I don't think we did one before the year started. No, I don't think so. Oh, he was going to be my DK of the year. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're basically the same guy. Yeah, he's huge, right? Yeah. They're Six, big, four, two. Run something. four threes and it's like. <sighs> yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to be that big and run that fast. Yeah. Like, wasn't the the knock on him the same? Like not great route runners, not precise. Yeah. It's like oh. But sometimes you have to wonder. These guys, they get to the NFL, especially in Pittsburgh, which is like a wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, school. I can't think of the right word, but yeah, I'm trying to think of it. I can't. Like a turntable type thing where they just keep churning them out. Yep. It's like hey. Here's another great gifted-looking receiver. Here you go, Mabel Pro Bowler. Yeah. But it's never first-round guys. It's always second-round and later. Yeah. Like, Claypool was a late – he was a second-round pick. Second or third, yeah. I think think they said second. I think he went second, yeah. It was just always later guys. I don't – Juju was a second-round pick, wasn't he? Um, I want to – I don't think so. Was Was he a first round pick? Uh, nope, you were right. Second round pick? Yeah. I was thinking third, but almost third. 30th. Just late, huh? 30th in the second round. Oh, okay. I was going to say 30th pick. That would be a first rounder, Alex. But <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh just churns them out. It's going to be tough for Tennessee to stop. And then you have to wonder, like mentioning Lawan being out, Steelers have a Watt at defensive end who looks to be just like his brother. Like, T.J. Watt's been really good. Yeah. yeah. And if he gets to line up on a backup tackle... Was he supposed to be good? He was supposed to be good, but he wasn't supposed to be this good. Because I, I, like, I thought he was just supposed to be an, you know, a good defender, not 
it wasn't supposed to be a, a Bosa thing where they're all good. He was just supposed to be a good player. But he's been a Pro Bowl, All Pro type guy. He's been a really good defensive end. Yeah, I was like, oh, they got a lot. Yeah, he's good. And I keep looking like, oh, he's really good. Yeah. Like, huh. It's like, I don't want to like this guy. He's on Pittsburgh, but he's going to be defensive rookie of the year. And all Suck, this... Sucks to be the other Watt. <laughs> Isn't he on Pittsburgh he's on, also? He's on Pittsburgh. He's yeah. a tight end. So he's... Yeah. What's his initials? Doesn't he have initials too? I don't remember. I thought it was. I don't know. No, just oh Derek. He's a full. Oh, he's a fullback. Oh, like fullback. H back probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. If his parents would have given him an initials, if he could have been DJ Watt, he would have been good. <laughs> no, it's just Derek. Derek. He's probably the guy in that subway commercial who can't figure out what to order. Maybe he was DJ. He's like, nah, I'm changing it. <laughs> I want to be special. And then it drove his career to the ground. Me fullback. Me hit people with head. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you here. I think Steelers win. They improved to six and zero, and Titans get their first loss. You want to go with? Let's go with your division. Your game next. Panthers at Saints. Uh, Panthers are three and three. Saints are three and two. But Saints get Michael Thomas back. Hopefully, unless he punches someone in practice again. Whatever. <laughs> Do it. Who cares? Um, well, that's why he didn't play last. Week. I know that was the mulligan last week, Alex. Come on. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. So <laughs> whatever, I mean, probably a blessing in disguise or whatever that he's completely healthy now. Yeah, he probably would have played in that game last week at eighty-five, ninety percent. He should yeah. be fully healthy now. Yeah, uh, I just I don't think they can win. You don't think the Saints can win, or you don't no, think the Panthers, Panthers can win? No, I don't think the Panthers can win either. Not, not, with, not without McCaffrey. No, Bridgewater's good, but he's not. Bridgewater's good. Mike Davis has been, at least before last week's game, one of the best running backs since he came in. Um, but they're starting to play better teams now who are prepared for it. Yeah. Um, Carolina has weapons. You have Moore and Anderson and Davis. Bridgewater's still a mobile quarterback. He's only, we talked about this, he's what, 26, 27, something like that? 27, 28, yeah. Yeah, so he's still young. But... The Saints are just so much more talented, better coached, all that stuff. I know that Rule and Robbie Anderson have the connection from before, so their offense has been clicking. But it's Peyton and Breeze with one of the best receivers in the game. It's going to be hard to stop them. Yeah, getting him back is it's going to be the big difference. Yeah, because having uh, Sanders, he's looked good the last couple games, but yeah. he's the only one that's really looked good. And you just, it's going to be, and another reason it might be good, which is why I was stuttering because I was trying to figure out a way to say this, but Sanders gets the reps. He gets comfortable with Breeze. Yeah. Because he struggled at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. He didn't have a good first, well, was he hurt? Um, he might've missed the first one with injury and then. Or maybe it was just the one game against the Raiders. Was that the first game Michael Thomas was out? Maybe. And he didn't have a catch or a target one or the other till the fourth quarter. Do you remember? There's something like that. But now he's had this time to work with Breeze. He can get familiar with him. And now he's going to be seeing single coverage. That's it. He'll never see double coverage. 
No, so he should. He'll never see the best coverage. That's no, he, always going to be on Thomas. Like he should be great the rest of the year if they can stay healthy. Yeah. And then Kamara can stop leading the team in receptions. But he's not going to anymore. Not if Michael Thomas is in. Well, he's got 30 already. Not counting this week. Thomas has three. Well, I don't know if by the end of the year, but I don't think you'll see very many more games where Kamara oh, leads yeah, the yeah. team in okay. receptions. I got what you said. Yeah. Because Thomas set the record last year, right? For catches, yeah, 147, yeah. 151, some ridiculous number. Yeah. So, I mean, he could do that again. You get more <laughs> than him by the end of the year. Oh, end up with more than Kamara by the end of the year? Yeah. Uh, he had 149 catches last year, 125, 104, 92. But he's not a very good receiver, huh? So, it's like people are dumb. so the Saints are Saints are 3-2. and two. So they have 11 games left. Uh, combined the last two years, what's that, 275 catches. So just say he averages eight catches a game the last two years. So 88 catches the rest of the year. Does he, we'll go with this. Does Thomas end up with over 85 catches on the season? He's at three right now. It's really hard to say yes, but. You think so? I don't know if he ends up that much. You think it's like mid-70s? Yeah, I'd probably say closer to 75. That he averages six or seven a game for the rest of the season? Yeah. What if he just goes crazy like last year and he still ends up with 100 catches? It'd be awesome. (laughs) 97 catches in 11 games. Pretty much averages nine catches a game. That's what he did last year. So, I mean, yeah, he could. He had 9.3 catches a game last year. I'll judge it after this week and see how healthy he is, how he looks. He's going to catch almost everything that's thrown his way. Last two seasons, 85% and 80.5% catch percentage. Well, that's because he doesn't run routes farther than five yards. He does. <laughs> he is way down there on the yards per catch. Yeah. That's part of his game. Yeah. I'm going to run a short route. I'm going to catch it. Why go deep if you can catch it and... So if he's yards. yards per target is still nine point three. Yeah, he catches it shallow, but he gets you know five more every time. Yeah, it's easy to catch it short and then get a few more. It's just so hard to defend when you know you have to stick on him. Probably have someone over top of him or helping out in the middle of the field because you know he's running a short route. Yeah, but then you have Kamara. It's like okay, if you're gonna have a middle guy. Shade Thomas and someone follow him into the middle. I'm just going to go behind him, and then you're going to have to have someone try and chase me out there. Yeah, it makes it really tough. Yeah. And then you can switch over to Hill as quarterback, and now you got to watch the quarterback for running. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting into that one. I think they need to stop doing that. It was the same thing that the Ravens were doing with Jackson when Flacco was still in. It it works sometimes. Mm-hmm. They got the touchdown like, last week. Yeah. It works sometimes. It works really good sometimes like that touchdown end of the game big spot whatever but it also can really break up the rhythm of your offense yeah like when breeze goes six for seven on a drive for 52 yards and you're at the 25 and it's second and nine and you bring in Taysom hill and then it doesn't work and it's third and 12 well they just need to put him out of running back and stop doing the trick play where they put him at quarterback yeah just put him as like a running back and then you can toss it to him or or Take Breeze off the field completely. Well, they don't. They did it this okay. week. Right. That's what you should always do. 
Yeah, they took him. It was in the game, and they took him off the field and you know, ran it in. That, that's what you should do. Yeah. Don't leave him on the field like the Ravens were doing with Flacco, because all it is is a you're wasting a spot. Yeah. You put your worst corner or whoever out there on him. You put anybody out there on him. Or linebacker or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Put Andy Reid out there on him. Yeah. Breeze <laughs> isn't going to burn by anyone. No. You catch the ball. You can put a lineman out there. You can just knock him to the ground. Like, Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but I think it's going to be way too much for the Panthers to try and handle. Uh, I think the Saints win this game. I think they win it easy. Panthers are going to have to score 30-some points to win the game, and I don't think they can do it against the Saints. No, I don't think so. And it's you have to stop the Saints also. So you have to score 31 and hold them to 27. I don't think they can do both. No. Weird things happen in the NFL all the time. Look at the NFC East. (laughs) But I'm saying Saints 31, Panthers 17, 20, somewhere in that range. I'm okay with that. I'll take that. Uh, last game of the week is the one everybody wants to hear about. Seahawks Cardinals have an argument that it's the game of the week. Uh, yeah, probably up there. I don't know this Thursday night game. Pittsburgh and uh, yeah, Tennessee might be that. Yeah, that's probably the game of the week. Uh, is the Seattle one? Oh no, the Seattle one's not in prime time. That's too bad. Uh, but it is nice that Pittsburgh Tennessee's in the morning. Seattle, Arizona is in the afternoon, so you don't have to try and watch both games at the same time. That's good. Um, there actually is some pretty good games. Like, you can watch Pittsburgh, Tennessee in the morning if you decide to just watch a game at a time. Seattle, Arizona in the afternoon. Tampa Bay Raiders for the night game. And then Bears-Rams on Monday night. Pretty good slate. Yeah. It's nice to not see any of the Thursday night crap with <laughs> the... Uh, what was it? The Giants playing the Eagles, one and five, one four and one, for a chance at taking the division lead. Woo! <laughs> so Hawks five and zero. Oh. Uh, Russell Wilson leads the league in touchdowns. He's averaging almost four a game. He's he's the MVP of this season, right? Yeah. Or the front runner at least. I think he's the front runner right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's up there in yards per game. Nineteen touchdowns and three picks. Three. Right, two two picks. Yeah. One of them wasn't really his fault. No, I don't. One of them was. One was. One was. I don't think he only has two. Really? Yeah. That's what, well, are yeah. you still on Yahoo? Yeah, but they didn't play this week, so it should be. Up oh there. yeah. For some reason, I thought he still had three. I thought so too, but no, nope, he does have two. Oh, wait, is that even updated? I don't even know if that's updated. <laughs> no, he has three. Yeah, it just wasn't updated. They don't even have week five in there. Well, yeah, who's garbage? Anyway. Yeah. Okay, I'm done with him after this week. Yeah. So he's got 19 touchdowns, uh, three picks, because I knew he threw one in the Minnesota game, and I thought before that he only had two. Yeah, I thought he had more than 16 touchdowns, which is what they have. So Because the Minnesota game was the one we talked about where he threw the weird, like the guy came from out of bounds, reestablished, caught the ball. Yeah. Uh, but still, 19 touchdowns, three picks. Uh, he's up there in... Yards, I think. Well, he was at 321 a game. Uh, uh, 1,500 yards, but through five games, so he's averaging 300 yards. That's on pace for 4,800. Which is quite a bit. Yeah. Especially for him. Good. 
Oh, it would easily be a career high for him. His career high is 4,200. So he's on pace to beat it by 600. Yeah. Uh, he's only been above 4,000 three times in two, four, six, eight seasons. So. Yeah. He's never had to. Yeah. So. Well, even the running game's still done good. Yeah. The, their offense has just looked really good. Yeah. Defensively? Defense has not been good. I thought they would have been way better than this. Yeah. You thought they were going to be like a top five to ten defense? They've had say a... like five to seven, five to eight, somewhere in that yeah, range? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they've you had could... quite a few injuries. Yeah. But still, they didn't look good before they had those injuries. Yeah. But let's see. They've given up 25, 30, 31, 23, 26. Yeah. And it's not like it's been to teams with good records. Atlanta has a win, right? Does Atlanta just have one win? Does Atlanta have any wins? I think they have one. Didn't they? Yeah, they beat the Vikings this week, like yeah. forty to twenty-three. So Atlanta has a win. Uh, New England has two wins. Dallas has two wins. Miami has Miami's the best team they've beaten. They're three and three. And then they beat Minnesota, who has a win also. Yeah. So they haven't played a team that's over 500. Um, They've only played one team that is 500. But it's going to be a little tougher over the next three weeks playing Arizona, San Fran, and Buffalo. Yeah. Arizona's been up and down a bit. Yeah. They were. They both great. What was and it? they looked terrible. They were really good for two weeks, really bad for two weeks, and they've been really good for two weeks again. Yeah. Um, San Francisco's kind of the same way. Yeah, that they've was... They've had a lot of injuries and just weird stuff, so it's hard for them. It's hard to get a good judge on how they... I want to say that Miami game was a bunch of guys trying to play through injuries when they shouldn't have been, especially with Jimmy G. Yeah, that's an excuse. He's just garbage. Maybe they did show um, a side-by-side of him throwing in the Miami game versus him throwing in the Rams game where, because it was his right ankle that he hurt, his plant foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just like making fun of him. I know. Because he's a bum. But they showed in the Miami game that when he threw, he was getting off that plant foot really early, and like picking it up in the air to take the weight off. Yeah. But then in the Rams game, he was back to normal, like pushing, pushing off of it instead of lifting it up and kind of trying to throw off his front foot. Um, and if he's, if all these quarterbacks are healthy in Arizona, San Fran, Buffalo, there's no reason they're not going to throw for like 400 yards a game. Well, Murray hasn't. Well, he hasn't needed to. Well, no, he's, he's... nine completions against the Cowboys. <laughs> That's true. I mean, he's more of a running quarterback right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, okay. But... He's, he's getting yards either way, yeah. so. So, the Cardinals seem like they've always played the Hawks pretty good. Yeah. Part of that is that when you're playing a cruddy team, it's easy to overlook them. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for that to get to the cruddy team, hype them up, all that stuff. But the cards are good. It's in Arizona. I don't know if that part matters at all. No, um, not much. So... Do you think Seattle keeps it going? Do you think Russell Wilson keeps it going? Um, yeah, I think they do. I don't trust Murray. Yeah, I think he can be really good, but I think he's too young and 
Yeah, it's still only his second year. I don't know if I can trust him consistently. Yeah. If it's another one of those situations where if the weapons are healthy, he has a lot of weapons. Oh yeah, he has lots of weapons. Hopkins, Kirk, Fitzgerald, uh, Drake, Edmonds. It's a lot of people to throw to, a lot of ways to attack. Yeah. But Seattle also has a lot of weapons. Yeah, they've this is the most they've had ever. Uh in a long time. I can't remember. I think I don't remember having that many before, but Yeah. Most I, Wilson has had. Yeah. I'll go that far at least. I wanna say one of these next three weeks, Seattle's going to look bad in one of the games. It's just gonna happen. It's the weird season in the NFL. Yeah. The most likely scenario is it's at Buffalo. That's a big trip to take. Yeah. Probably going to be cold and snowy there. In week nine, maybe. Maybe it's a Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think... I think Arizona plays them close. But you're just going to get another Seattle game. Um, <laughs> Seattle wins. 31-30 on a last-second field goal like they always seem to do. Probably. That's probably about right. Yeah. <laughs> They'll score a bunch, give up a bunch, and win it at the end. Yeah. It'll be 21-10. to Arizona will be ahead. They'll only score one touchdown the rest of the game. Seattle will come back and win, something like that. Because yeah. that's what Seattle does. That or they'll be up most of the game, give up some scores late, and then come oh, back and yeah. score. Yeah, it'll be 27-14. They'll give up two touchdowns, then drive down and kick a field goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, all right, I guess we'll play again. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle's last four wins have been by five, seven, eight, and one. Now, go back to last year. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Every week it's like, oh, they won again. I'm going to have a heart attack. There was some <laughs> stat about Pete Carroll in one-score games. It's like 75% more wins than the next guy. And their win percentage is just astronomically higher than other teams. It's, it's, yeah, it's very weird. And statistically, your record in one-score games is supposed to be not like it's not talent or skill-based. It's supposed to be pretty regular, but their record in it is just insane. Like it's supposed to equal out. If you go eight and one one season. Just statistically, most teams the next year will go four and five because the luck just doesn't always go your way. You're not always able to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But having, I think having Wilson is yeah, the biggest. It, it helps, but it's just a situation that the NFL has never really seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know how hard it is for me to do it, but going with Seattle, I think they win. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we're only doing three recaps, three previews. We talked a bit about other games, but we have to talk about the Dolphins. So Dolphins, three and three. Fitzpatrick having a great run. He's had some odd games. That's Um, that's his style, yeah. yeah. But first game against New England, New England's good defense. Like, you're going to do this to Miami. Goes no touchdowns, three picks, they lose. Uh, Two great games. Dis- plays really good against Buffalo, destroys Jacksonville. P- plays really good but really bad at the same time against Seattle. Yeah, kind of. 
Both good and bad, yeah. yeah. Destroys the Niners, destroys the Jets. Having a good season. Yeah, right? I think I saw he was the seventh For... best QBR on the season. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ten touchdowns, seven picks, but his picks have only come in three games. The other games, he's spotless. Three and three, 70%, 1,530 yards. Having a good season. No longer the quarterback for the Dolphins. They have benched him. For Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, this just makes me think, hey, they planned this from the beginning. It didn't matter what he did. Yeah, it's but He was so... coming in after the bye week because they have a bye this week. Yep. So he was coming in no matter what he did. Yeah. They were making the switch over. Which, with the seventh playoff team, like the extra wild card spot, do you want to ride it out and see if you can make the playoffs? Do you honestly think Tua is the better option? Or like you said, it was just a plan no matter what? Or um, some combination? Yeah, I'm going with it's the plan no matter what. Just, he's He's been good enough. Yeah. Like, he's one of the best quarterbacks so far. Yeah, he has terrible games, but he's... He's also had really good games. Yeah. He's, they're 3-3. Three and three. It's not like you're in a tough division. No, they're a game out. They've already beat Buffalo. Did they, no, they lost to oh, Buffalo. Oh, did they lose Buffalo? I thought they... That was the weird game where they came... No, that was, they came back at the end, but then Buffalo scored. Oh, right. They lost by three to Buffalo. They played Buffalo well, I okay, guess. Okay, okay. So, lose to three to, by, to Buffalo. Lose by eight to Seattle. First game of the year against New England, whatever. That's Belichick with prep time. Um, so, three and three. You still got a game against the Jets, still got a game against the Bills, and another game against New England. Like, you have a chance to do some damage in the division. Go 2-1, and one, maybe 3-0 in division. It just seems odd that you'd go away from it. And does it make you think that they just want a good draft pick, that they don't care about their record this season? It could be too, yeah. They're just throwing it in like, eh, oh well. Or do you think they that they think they actually have a better chance of Tua? I don't know how you could come up with that because Fitzpatrick, he's been around forever. He's... Yeah. I mean, he's 38. He seems like he's in really good shape. He's still scrambling well. There's a thing that rated him as like the seventh best scrambling quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he doesn't have breakaway speed, but he'll get you 10 yards. Yeah, he's smart. He's fearless. And he's got a great beard. Yes, he does. I think that he needs to try to get traded somewhere. But for football, it's really hard to get traded in the middle of the season. Still have a couple weeks. Trade deadline is week eight, week nine, somewhere in there. Yeah, but for a quarterback, it's hard to trade him with it. So who? Ooh. You'd have to go to a contender. Demand a trade to the Bears. Ooh, yeah. Right? Perfect situation. Go to Chicago. They're five and one. You can send them Trubisky. No, because you don't want to create that with him behind Tua. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you s- swap Fitzpatrick and Foles. That way, in five weeks, when Tua gets hold, hurt, you can put in Foles, and he goes six and zero, oh, and you make the playoffs at nine and seven or whatever. Oh, I doubt they trade Foles. Yeah, no, he's the big contract. Just send Fitzpatrick to the Bears for like a six rounder. 
That'd be a good one because they need a good quarterback. It's not like the Bears don't have decent weapons. I know Cohen's hurt. They have a good team. They're just terrible with quarterbacks, so I don't think they can keep yeah. going. That's why you go with Fitzpatrick because it doesn't matter what you put around him. He's going to do decent. Yeah, like he keeps doing good on the Miami team. It was garbage. Yeah. I mean, Miami has... But, well, I meant interest- last, last year yeah. more than this year. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. He went... I didn't realize he started that much for Miami last year. He was 5-8. and eight. But I think he came in at the end, and he's why they... Or he was still there at the end and got them a bunch of those wins. Yeah. Miami won like five out of their last seven, five out of their last nine games, some weird number like that. Um, Miami has interesting weapons. They have Parker. Um, they have Gaskin. They have Gusecki. They have, like, Jakeem Grant, some other interesting wide receivers. I say interesting because it's not like these guys are really good. Well, they have, but they have potential. Yeah, they got Parker. Yeah, I like Parker. He's a real receiver. He's like the poor man's Michael Thomas. Yeah. He's going to get you catches. He's not going to get a lot of yards per catch, but he's going to catch the ball. Yeah, other than that, I'm not sure who else is really. Jakeem Grant's really fast. He's just tiny. He's like 5'7 or yeah. something. <laughs> but Jacecki, we both like him. Yeah. Tight end. Yeah, he beat out Howard pretty quickly for that job. Yeah. Obviously, we both like Gaskin, who's been pretty decent. Oh, that, yeah, that's. Yeah, I got it mixed up. Yeah. So, uh, I heard Gaskin the wrong, yeah. beat. Oh, yeah, you heard the G. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. Like, oh, Gaskin yeah. beat out Jordan Howard for the job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bo- like both of them, though. They're both on my fantasy teams. <laughs> you brought this up uh, a couple weeks ago about. Fitzpatrick being the the quarterback who's played on the most teams in the NFL. Right? Yeah. It was eight. Eight him and the other guy playing somewhere. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember know. now. Um, so Fitzpatrick has played for the Rams, the Bengals, the Bills, the Titans, the Texans, the Jets, the Bucks, and the Dolphins. That's a lot of teams. He's never been anywhere. Well, I guess he was in Buffalo for four years. That's a lot. It's too bad he couldn't end up on the Patriots because he would have played for every team in the NFC East. That'd be funny. Yeah. Dean, who's who's the other quarterback I said last the other week? That had played on eight teams, right? Yeah, seven or eight. Didn't you say the other quarterback and I guess Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, man, this is going to bug me. I know, that was driving me crazy. Uh, he, he started this week already. Or not this week, this year. I'm trying to go through team by team in my head and try and figure out who it would be. Um, let's go over there. And this just makes for fantastic radio as I sit here and try and not only fill the dead airspace, but go through the teams in my head. Come on, just do it. And it's really difficult to do. I will figure um, it out. Come on. Uh... I I don't know. You broke me, Alex. I broke it. I broke them. I broke him. I can't remember who it is either. That's not it. Journeyman quarterback? Is that going to give me the answer here? <laughs> Probably, Probably not. <laughs> Fitzpatrick? Was it? Now, Foles has been on one, two, three, four, five, six teams. 
Oh, oh, Brian Hoyer. Hoyer, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams. Yeah, but he's they've started the same number. Oh, started for the same number of teams? Yeah, he's just been on ten teams. Yeah, because he got the start in New England this couple yeah, weeks ago. That's, like, that's what put him over the edge. Yeah. yeah. No wonder, because I went through New England. It's like, no, it's Cam. So I just skipped it. Holy cow. <laughs> so there's journeyman quarterbacks. It just shows you every team they've played for. But on Josh Johnson, you remember him? Yeah. The yeah, scrambler. Yeah. They have like the AFL and XFL teams. So there's like <laughs> two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 teams for Josh Johnson. He's been around the block. Josh McCown's got a bunch. JT O'Sullivan, he played in Europe, so he's got a bunch. I was like, oh. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> All right, we figured that out. Yeah. I can sleep tonight. Is there any other team besides the Bears that Fitzpatrick could go to that's in contention so that could need a contender? Uh... Like, it's just the Bears, right? No one in the NFC West wants him. Like, everyone in the Hawks division is good. He's not going to Tampa or New Orleans. Carolina has Bridgewater. They paid him a bunch. Chicago, he's not going to Green Bay. I don't want to hear anything about the NFC East. That doesn't count. I'm saying contenders for being above 500. Yeah. I mean, it could... It could well. Wait, he's going to go to Washington? And play over Kyle Allen and uh, Alex Smith? Yeah. They're not. I don't see the team being good, though. Yeah. He's not going to anywhere in the AFC West. The Broncos like Locke. Yeah, he's not going out. The Chargers have Herbert. Yep. He's going to Cleveland. He's going to replace uh, Baker. Oh, That's the other. Maybe they let. No, they like Carr. He started maybe. throwing the ball deep now because they yeah. have Rugs or Riggs. Yeah, that's true. Riggs. Yeah. Wait, Riggs or Rugs? Which is, who's Hugs. on? Who's on Lethal Weapon? Riggs. Okay, so it's Rugs. <laughs> He's going to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Oh, shows up to Tampa. I said, What's up, old guy? You're five years older than me. I mean, maybe San Francisco. More, no, they, no, more as a backup. But because, they like all their guys. Well, if they like them, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like you could make the argument he might be better than Bethard or Mullins or Jimmy G because I know you don't like him that much. Yeah. But I think Shanahan likes all those guys. Yeah. Because they didn't even want to trade Mullins. No, that's why they have all of them still. Yeah. So, Bears or the Browns? Those are the two options, right? Yeah, or any of the NFCs. Yeah, well, that doesn't count. That's not a real division. Well, I'm counting them all as they're any. They're all <laughs> they're net points, all oh, negative. Goodness. Who has the best differential in that division? Well, going by Yahoo, so it could be oh, a couple no, of weeks that's, back. That's from like week two, Alex. It doesn't count. I got the I got it up right. Now. <laughs> I was like, I don't uh, know if I can oh, trust it. Philly is negative thirty-four. Okay, yeah, they have it right. And they are only a half game out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really hope Philly wins this week. Dallas loses. But Philly only wins by like three. No, and I'm all the tie. But then Dallas would still be in first. Yeah, but it's a tie. so it doesn't... But then they'd be at negative 45 <laughs> in first, yeah. Oh, man. Or do you think Fitz just stays there? He probably that's what stays. Happens. I don't think they'd trade him. Yeah. They should. They should, because they could probably get something from someone. I don't know. But that's the thing. I mean, all it, all it takes is one injury this week, and they can... 
they could get quite a bit because he's the best available quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the thing to do would have been before benching him, say it internally. It's probably hard to hide, but it's bye week. You're not doing anything. Yeah. Call those teams. Call the Bears. Call the Browns who benched Baker, probably to keep him healthy more than performance. Yeah, probably. But say, hey, we're, we're sticking with Fitz because we're 3-3. Three and three. He's been playing really well. But if you have something you want to throw at us, we're willing to take a fourth rounder, third rounder, whatever, for Fitz. So you guys can try to make the playoffs with a real quarterback. And we'll put two in so we can develop him. Like, it's a win-win. We get something for Fitz. You get a real quarterback. We get to develop our guy. Yeah. But you've benched him now. So now his stock already, is yeah. it's done. Right? I mean, maybe they tried to trade him. Could be. But, yeah, there's no one really to take him that's in contention right now. Other than the Browns and the Bears. That's yeah. it. Maybe New England. <laughs> they do need a quarterback since they only have running backs. <laughs> All right. So we'll finish it up with overreactions. Did we do overreactions last week? I don't remember. I was too tired. Yeah, you were. You were falling asleep by the end. That's probably why we skipped it. <laughs> so falling asleep before you got here. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's also true. All right, so we'll do two overreactions for each of us. And I, I got mine in my head already. I don't. So I this one's not even an overreaction. It's a was high on them when I shouldn't have been. The Jets are not decent. With how they finished last year, I thought they had a chance. I told you. I know. I told you. I know. I thought the Jets had a chance with how they finished last year. They were like seven and nine when Darnold played. They were seven and or six and six or something like that. But everybody's gone. The team's terrible. They're going one and fifteen. They're getting the number one pick. The Jets suck. That's my first not even an overreaction. Does they do they a have correction. a win? No, but they might get one. I don't know. That's if they don't get a win. <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving some room for a chance. Maybe they play somebody in the NFC East. Accidents happen. Yeah. Okay, maybe they go 0-15-1. <laughs> All right. They finish with 15 losses. That's my new prediction. That's my first correction overreaction. Does that give you time to think of one? No. All right. Well, hurry up and think of two. Because my <laughs> other one is, I'm flipping the record of the Cowboys. Thought they were going to be good. With the healthy O-line, they probably would have been. But when Zach Martin went down in the game, they did not have a single starting O-lineman playing. They were all out. Yeah, they're, they're done. Well. Okay, not done. I can't say done in that division. Yeah. They should be done, but. I'm saying they go 5-11, and 11, and they might win the division. Uh, that's my other overreaction. I'm flipping their record from 11-5 and five to 5-11. and 11. And at some point, I'm going to have to make up some wins because I'm now negative 25 on wins. <laughs> I've just been close. saying, oh, you suck, and you suck, and you suck, Everyone and sucks. you suck. I'm going to have to make a correction somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know where. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. What's a good correction for Alex? Hmm. Yeah, I need some help. <laughs> Uh, dun, 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 dun. Usually I watch the game so I can react in time and like, hey, oh, I'm watching the team. They look really great. So, do you want to fix the Rams' record because you have them going <laughs> four and twelve? No, they're losing now. What are you talking about? And they already have four wins. <laughs> yeah, I probably should do that. One. That's probably a good choice. Uh, do you want to switch to like ten and six? Big old jump. Just admit defeat, like I did with the Jets. 
I don't know. I was wrong on the Jets. I don't know. You're wrong on the Rams. I don't think they can get to 10. Everyone in the division is over 500. They can't all finish over 500. Why not? No, everyone in the division is 500 or better. It's different. Because the Niners are 3 and 3. Whatever. 500 (laughs) counts as over 500. I round up. Okay, math guy. (laughs) So I don't think everyone can. I will say they have a winning record. I'll give them nine. Nine? All right. But don't. So you got them going nine and seven. That's your new thing. Yep, no flying. All right. What else? What's your other overreaction? You have the sheet up. You closed the sheet, didn't you? You're not even looking at it. I have it up. No, it doesn't say you do. No, I was looking at the uh, standings for all the teams to see Uh, who I can change. Do you like, want to say the Broncos are going to be terrible? Do you want to say the Raiders are going to be good? You have them at 4-12. and 12? I don't think they're good still. <laughs> they're winning, but I don't think they're good. Uh, uh, they're 3, and three uh, what, right now. What do I got the Bears? You have the Bears at... I can overreact. You already overreacted on the Bears. You have them at 10-6 now. Oh. Can't do that one. I can double overreact. <laughs> do you want to overreact on the Eagles? You have them at 11-5. and five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to flip their record to 5-11 and 11 like I did with the Cowboys? But I still think they could win. Yeah, <laughs> they could still win the division. All right, so <laughs> they go five, ten, and one, and win the division by a half game over the Cowboys at five and eleven. <laughs> All right, that's Alex's other there overreaction. All right, it, I think it's going to be fun to look at these at the end of the year. Although that division, I wasn't too far off. They're all pretty garbage. You had two eight and eights in the four and twelve. You had the Giants at eight and eight. I thought they. That were... makes me feel a little bit better about saying the Jets were going to be decent. <laughs> Well, Barkley got hurt, so that hurts it. And then I was expecting an improvement over the first year, not, yeah, not an improvement complete. over the fifth year. It's like, it hey, is. everything at MetLife, trash. That's what it's been. There's something in the water. Yeah. Just garbage. <laughs> I knew Rob Meyer got a new job. I just didn't know he went to New York. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry, that wasn't very nice. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Oh. Nope, it's past my bedtime. It is past your bedtime. <laughs> a little bit longer than we wanted to go. That's what happens sometimes. That's what the eagle gets you. Yeah. Eagle does get you, doesn't it? Eagle!